What's going on, gamers? Welcome back to Off Hunting's Gaming News. I am Diggs Gaming. And yeah, this is coming a little late. Sorry about that. It was just a crazy Sunday, so we weren't able to record. And by we, I am joined by my very, very good friend, my man. <laughs> Welcome, Meliodas. Yes, Welcome. guys. Diggs Gaming is not by himself. This gaming news. <laughs> and this is going to be fun because we have a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of exciting stuff, and some stuff that I know Meliodas is going to be excited to talk about. First things first, we have a PlayStation State of Play rumored for February. And this could be a big one because people have been talking about maybe we'll see one more look at Horizon Forbidden West. Maybe we'll see a look at God of War Ragnarok, maybe officially get a release date for that. And maybe we can finally take another look at Hogwarts Legacy. That's really been rumored for a while now that we're going to get a look at that early this year. Now, we get rumors about state of plays all the time. And the reason I'm bringing this one up is because it came from a leaker, Tom Henderson, who now he mainly specializes in uh, Call of Duty leaks, but he knows what he's doing. He's a well-known leaker. So that's why I'm talking about this. And I mean, a state of play for February but we always hear about this could be a big one, but every time we hear that, it's just a bunch of uh, indie games and then one big announcement that kind of underwhelms. So I would take this with a grain of salt, but if we are due for something like this, that would be exciting, especially with an update for the PlayStation VR 2 and maybe the Project Spartacus officially being announced. So, I mean, again... We have a rumored state of play for February, but take that with a grain of salt. On to our next bit of gaming news. Lucid Games has been taken off the Twisted Metal reboot and has been replaced with a Sony first party from Europe. It's a recently acquired studio. They didn't say who, but narrowing it down, it's pretty much going to be Fire Sprite taking over this. And what's interesting about this is it's not like it's an entirely new team that's taken over this. You're also going to have the director that was working on the Twisted Metal reboot joining Fire Sprite. Actually, he already joined Fire Sprite, and I think a few other developers that were working on the game is going to be joining the Fire Sprite team. So it's not like it's an entirely new team, but mm -hmm. this is interesting, the fact that Lucid Games was taken off the Twisted Metal reboot. And for those of you that don't know, Lucid Games was the one that made uh, Destruction All-Stars, and the rumor going around is the uh, like mixed reception of the game is what uh, led to the decision of them being taken off, but Back to Fire Spray, this will be the fourth game that they've been working on right now because we know they're working on that Horizon VR game, Call of the Mountain, and I have two other games that we know that they're working on. So four games that Fire Spray is working on, that's crazy. You think they're going to do good on the Twisted Metal? That's the question I have for you. Do you think in today's gaming world, do you think Twisted Metal could work? Because it really is a throwback to what, PlayStation 1 and early PlayStation 2 games could be. I mean, it's it's a simple game. It's it really like deathmatch with vehicles. So. Yeah, but do you think that could work? Do you think... Yeah, if you look at the games that they're putting out now, like Rumbleverse, what else? They're doing um, a Cartoon Network Smash-type game. So it's, it's, still, it's still a genre out there for people that like games like that. So yeah, it'll, it'll go. It'll sell. Now, Meliodas, this next bit of gaming news I know you want to talk about. So Dying Light 2, over the past week, the developers had said this game will take 
500 hours to fully finish. Now, they clarified this because everybody was like, wait, 500 hours to finish the game. They clarified this and said that the story and side quest would take about 80 hours to complete, but 500 hours to fully complete. I guess that means that there's like multiple endings or multiple paths that you can take with this. What do you yeah. think of this? So I, like you just said, it's multiple, it's multiple scenarios that you can do throughout the game to where also your story. So if I guess what they're saying is if you go throughout the game and you replay the game and you do all alternate endings and all um, alternate paths that you pick, it will equal up to 500 uh, hours in, in gameplay. And also you got to count the side quests and you got to count the collectibles and you got to count, you got to count like the strange encounters because then... Dying Light 1, you had, like, the strange encounters when you, like, randomly save people. So stuff like that could equal up to, to a hefty 500 hours. Now, are you a little concerned with the amount of time? Because, I mean, we've seen games that they say, oh, it takes this long to complete, but it's boring. It, I mean, there's not really much difference. So are you a little concerned by that? Or is it you're still excited? You still think that this game is going to be really good? Well, they said it's a certain amount of hours for you to play to beat the story. And then it's a certain amount of hours for you to beat all side quests. So I guess all around, you still have the, I guess I do a multiplayer as well. So you still have the multiplayer side quests and multiplayer content. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm actually excited because it's a game that you can like, you can stop playing for a while, a month or two after you beat it and go back in and still have stuff to do. And then... They they said they were going to um, support the game up to five years after with post-launch content and um, free DLC and stuff like that. So equally, it could be up to almost a thousand hours plus for you to beat the game once they once they fully release everything that they need to release in it. So I'm still excited. I'm still pre-ordering it. Playing it day one. Not to mention you'll be doing a review of it as well as soon as you finish it, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's going to be something to look forward to. On to our next bit of news, which is an update on Activision Blizzard. Yes, we are still going to be doing updates on this controversy. And this one is about another company. Lego has delayed an Overwatch 2 set due to the controversy from Activision Blizzard. And wow. now you're getting other companies really watching this and really waiting to see what Activision does. I mean, at the Game Awards, you had Jeff Keighley basically call out Activision Blizzard without necessarily calling them out. You had other uh, game developers, including, I believe, Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony all calling them out on what's been going on there. It's, it's just insane right now. And really, if Activision Blizzard does not fix what's going on, it's going to be hard for them really to gain gamers' trust back. I mean, pretty much they have overtaken EA as the worst gaming company. If you take a look at that news and that's not good. It's not good. Well, if EA paced themselves like they've been doing and they, they redeemed them. EA redeemed themselves. With, um, What was it? The game, it was Battlefront 2 when they first released it. So if EA continue, we're not going to talk about Battlefield 20. What is it? 2040, 2042, something like that. Yeah. 2042. I heard that flopped. Yeah, that I think was not great. It, part of it was to do that they didn't add a story mode into it. Um, I'm not, I haven't played it. I said I was not buying a glorified uh, multiplayer game with no, with no, um, 
with no story player. I think JoJo got it. If he was here, I would ask him. I would ask him. I don't but, think he did. Oh, he didn't? No. He said he wasn't. Oh, I thought I thought he said he was going to get it. My bad. No, until my you bad. JoJo, no if you story. listen to this, my bad. My bad. No, he said he was going to get it until I told him there was no story in it. He was like, yeah, no, nah, he's not getting that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just with this Activision Blizzard thing. And it goes beyond the lawsuit. It's just everything's been going on with Activision Blizzard lately. It's just, I mean, you have the lawsuits with, as we all know, discrimination, sexual harassment, and all the stuff that you really don't want to see in a company in 2021 that's when this that's when this came out and now we're in 2022 and it's just bad and then the whole thing with i think it was raven software where a lot of uh i think it was like a lot of like interns that were promised like a full-time job but they didn't get it like after they were done and that was not a good look and then them keeping the ceo who was overseeing this whole thing it it, it was just Mm -hmm. crazy it was just stupid I mean, really, Activision Blizzard, they have just mishandled this whole thing. And you have to wonder how much further can they go? And that's a scary thought. It's the greed, man. Like I said in the last last show we had, they they don't produce anything other than just cost. When when is the last time you've seen Activision do a, a game other than Call of Duty? And like I'm saying, like Raven Software, they used to pop out so much content back in the day with with the marvel games and then yeah. just like random stuff but now you don't see that anymore. yeah besides just, yeah i mean you're right besides uh cod and like a few classics from but like, like a few remakes from mm-hmm. the 90s and then the and then crash 4 it, there's really not much more that activision has done lately it oh. it's just not good for them right now it's just not and again they got to figure out how to fix it sooner or else i mean you're gonna have a lot of people just not gonna buy their games anymore that's pretty much it on to our next bit of gaming news which is about the xbox series s and x microsoft has said that the series xs has been outstolling previous consoles at this point in their life cycle which yeah, we kind of expected that because these things have still flying off the shelves with them and the PlayStation 5. I mean, this generation really has been amazing so far. I mean, first of all, the power of the consoles has been absolutely everything we've wanted and more. And then just talk about the games, both Microsoft and Sony, when they release a exclusive game, it's a really good game. You know, with Microsoft, they just released Halo Infinite, which really help redeem the halo franchise get the halo franchise back to where it was uh, forza horizon 5 was uh an amazing game and then you also had uh psychonauts 2 now technically that came out on playstation as well but remember uh the company that did it is now owned by microsoft so the double yeah. five studios yeah <laughs> couldn't think of the name for a second thanks yeah, that, yeah, that's absolutely amazing. I absolutely love that. I I just love the fact that the that both the PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series XS is really selling amazingly at this point. It it really is just maybe one of the best console generations we've had so 
and definitely yeah coming from the the the, the pro of the ps4 from the one x on up they really put their foots down and then they really drove what they what we wanted for from the base ps4 and then the base xbox one so now we're finally getting that if we can get your hands on one but we're finally getting that so i'm excited to see it so now we they just need to push out the games and yeah and just road. imagine when games like starfield redfall maybe another gears and a few others that come out for xbox just imagine i heard they're not doing another gears to like 2023 that's what they said yeah I mean, but just imagine when those exclusives come out and they are right up there with some PlayStation's best. I mean, you're going to have a lot, a lot of things to be excited about in the next few years with these consoles, with both PlayStation and Xbox. And with Fable. Oh, yeah, Fable. I forgot about Fable. Thank you. Now, on to our next bit of gaming news, which is about this... Uh, console generation to side first things first there's a report that final fantasy games will be playstation exclusive during this generation and also ubisoft plus is coming to xbox this is interesting because now you have square and ubisoft taking sides in this console generation and with final fantasy this is nothing new uh, when Final Fantasy games first came out, they were exclusive to Nintendo. Then when the PlayStation 1 came out, they switched over to Sony. And then they came out on both uh, PlayStation and Xbox. And now they're back to being uh, exclusive to PlayStation. And we're seeing this with Final Fantasy 7 Remake because that game was supposed to get uh, an Xbox... was supposed to come out on Xbox after a year of being out on PlayStation. But... Sony's been extending the contract. So oh, that's real? apparently that's what's been going on. That's why we haven't had it on Xbox yet. I mean, we've had it on PC, but but not Xbox. To and be we're honest, these... I haven't noticed because I'm not a Final Fantasy guy. But if I would have noticed, I would have been pissed off right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But and again, with Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox, I mean, they're taking Xbox aside during this. Uh, console generation so this is pretty interesting when you start to see stuff like this happen and what do you think this says about this console generation meliotis uh, i think it needs to stop again they're alienating fans of consoles who who just want to stick to one console and then and hopefully that that game that they like can come on their console like sony does not own square enix and square enix need to stop letting sony manhandled them because they did the same thing when they did um the avengers when they put spider-man first exclusivity and um marvel's avengers so square enix thing that says they need to step back look at the fans not just for the money and just look at the fans and say no we need this on xbox and um hey if they can get it on nintendo as well slap it on nintendo i think it needs to go out wider than just just than just a sony exclusive and vice versa if it was just an xbox exclusive I mean, this is just something where exclusivity, it's always going to be in console generations. That's what sells consoles. And with stuff like this, I mean, we've seen this before Final Fantasy, like I talked about with its history. And with Ubisoft Plus coming to Xbox, and I'm wondering if we're going to start to see some Ubisoft games start to get like like certain things only on Xbox and not going to come to PlayStation. Like 
the game's going to come to both consoles, but let's say there's certain skins that are only going to come to Xbox or certain DLC that's only coming to Xbox. That would be interesting to see. Microsoft might buy out Ubisoft. <laughs> it's just that it's just that generation we're getting in now. Like you think of the yep. juggernaut that once was, but that's the and then Microsoft said, "Hey, let's just buy these out." So, yeah, that's but, yeah, that's what's crazy, and we'll see. Yeah, and we'll see what happens. I mean, we'll see. It's still early to tell. This is pretty big. If if what we if what was said about Final Fantasy games is true, and we already know. And it was already announced. Ubisoft Plus is coming to Xbox. So, yeah, we just have to wait and see what happens. Now, this next gaming news is pretty interesting, and it just might confirm a rumor that had been going around for a while. Sony has decided to pull PlayStation Now cards from stores in Europe. I believe they had to pull them off the shelves either the 16th or the 17th i cannot remember maybe it was the 14th i can't remember the specific day but i do know they had to pull playstation now cards off the shelf in europe and in america they've already pulled playstation now cards off the shelf because i went to four different stores in the last two days including the one that meliotis and i work at the playstation now cards were gone like they were not there anymore the playstation plus cards were still there but and not the PlayStation Now. Now, Sony gave an official word and said they were going from like a specific uh, service gift card to more of their own gift card. And you could use um, their gift card to like pay for your subscription to the specific service. But if that was true, why would they only take the PlayStation Now cards out and not take out the PlayStation Plus as well? And this ties to that Project Spartacus rumor that's going to combine both PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now or absorb PlayStation Now into PlayStation Plus. I think that just all but confirms this that they're going to be do- that they're going to announce this soon. I mean, yep, the icing the icing's pretty much on the cake at at this point. Microsoft did the same thing when they did the Game Pass Ultimate. They pulled um, the 12 months out of the store. They pulled them off the Xbox um website itself off the xbox store you pretty much if you don't own a 12 month you pretty much it's impossible to get one now so i see sony doing the same thing yeah and what's going to be interesting is when are they going to announce this project spartacus now with the rumored playstation uh state of play and there's also a rumored event for march so two events coming up soon that could be when they announce it because this is supposed to release in spring so it could be from March to May. That means that they would have to announce this soon. Again, this would just about confirm it without them actually officially announcing it. So yeah, in the next month or two, definitely expect Sony to make that announcement officially. Oh, man. Like I said, exciting time to be a gamer, especially with the games that are coming out. And we talked about that earlier, but one game that is not going to be coming out on time is Stalker 2. That has been delayed until December. And this is a game that has had a heck of a development time. It's pretty much been stuck in development hell for the longest time. At one point, it was canceled and then brought back. So Stalker 2 has been delayed until December. I can tell and you I saw that coming. Yeah, Meliodas would know more about this game than I do. So I'm going to let him take over. 
because the marketing slowly started to just stop. Like they, they, it was like a few months. I'm gonna say like a month. I forget what month it was. I would say like October. I could be October, November. They were just like heavenly. You seen ads on TV. Then you seen, you seen ads on YouTube. Every every other YouTube video. And then it just stopped. Okay, where's Stalker Two at? Where's Stalker? Then it just like slowly stopped, and they like the Twitter page slowed down, and then boom. I don't know where they delayed it. So I seen it coming. It's not unfortunate because you're gonna have Dying Light Two to play. So don't 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 be sad. <laughs> You'll be okay. But I think the delay is good because like like any good game, any any delayed game is better than a rushed game. Even if they just gotta revamp some stuff in the map, you never know. Like games nowadays are so big to where like those couple of months could be just like a tweak on a certain part of a map or like a bug to do with a, a monster or something. So don't take it to where they're not at the point where they need to be at. I just think they're just trying to get the finishing touches on what they what they know they can bug out. I mean, I mean, patch the bugs out immediately. And like, if they send it out and it's still not in a state to where it's 100%, at least they had enough time to where they could fix with the the major game breaking bugs were yeah that's just the thing i mean we're seeing a lot of games getting delayed lately and main reason is we're still in this covid pandemic we're still in it and it's still tough for game developers to really wrap their heads around it trying to get their games done that's why we're seeing so many games get delayed and so many uh like announcements or like trailers not being shown off when they are like with final fantasy 16 i mean that was supposed to have an update uh at the end of last year and they had to release a statement saying we're not ready to show you any more final fantasy 16 so we're gonna we have to delay the game for six months and that's just and that's just where we're living in right now everybody is still trying to deal with this pandemic and it, it is sad but again i'd rather have a game that is delayed and comes out and is fine than a rush game that is basically unplayable. And we've seen that too many times. And companies Cyberpunk. are finally starting to learn from that. What'd Cyberpunk. you say? Cyberpunk. And the thing about Cyberpunk is not a bad game. It's just not finished. It, yeah. I mean, that's it's the whole thing. If, if Cyberpunk did not have the issues that it did at launch, it would have been seen as a really good game. And yet, but they rush. But it. with Cyberpunk, we're seeing. I'm seeing rumors that there is going to be a big expansion in the next coming months. And also, they're doing The Witcher. Uh, not only are they working on a Cyberpunk DLC and the next gen, um, next gen upgrade, they're also working on a Witcher next gen upgrade as well. So I assume that they're going to push both of them at the same time, which is why all of the um, patches for Cyberpunk have been like severely pushed back, which is not a bad thing. Again, the game is not finished. It's not a bad game. I played a little bit of a, um about last week. I did a side quest. It was actually pretty fun. So hopefully yeah. CD Projekt Red can get back on their feet and, um, and push it out. Yeah. One more bit of gaming news. God of War PC was released and it is just as good as when it came out on PlayStation, which that is absolutely amazing. It's what everybody expected. But now we're starting to see this trend of PlayStation putting their games on PC. And I mean, everybody's got an opinion on that. Personally, I like it. I like 
that they're putting the games on PC. What do you think, Meliodas? Same, like, I know, I know, like, like, why are they putting Mass Halo on, on PC? Why are they? It's just like, it's a game. The more people who can play the game, the better the game gets, the more fans it gets, the more love the game gets. Now, everyone wants to go out and buy a, um, a PlayStation or Xbox just for that exclusivity, just to play that one game. And if you can get it on the thing that you really love to play the game on, it's just more, it's just better. If I had a beefy PC, I would pick up God of War just to see how it looked on it, but I don't. So. Yeah, and that's just the thing. I mean, people have so many problems with uh, games coming to PC, but I mean, a lot of gamers are still exclusively console gamers. I mean, not everybody has a gaming PC. Not yeah, everybody can of, have a gaming PC. That's the whole thing. You got to think of it this way. Like, look at so many games that are now coming that would never touch the light of day on a console because of how how inferior they were i was using quotation there but how inferior they were but now we have games like the medium which i think it was blooper team that said oh this game is too too graphically and too too enhanced to be even considered on a ps4 pro or the xbox one x but now it's on that and you got games like um what is it scorn that would that would have never touched the light of day on the console without the new upgrades that we have now so i just think it's fair that we can get those games that PC gamers are not allowed to play on their on their systems, and they give us some more of their games that we would like to play yeah. on our on our stuff. Yeah, that's the thing. You're still getting the best uh, looking games, like like yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. Like the best the best graphically looking games on a PC, but the consoles have finally starting to catch up, and now we're seeing games on consoles look better and better and better than they did like 10 years ago. And that's what's nuts. With these consoles, they are getting closer to PC-style graphics, and that's just amazing. And not, only the, not only the graphics alone, you're talking about the, we're talking about the frame rate. We're talking about the, the fidelity. It, we're yeah. just getting smoother games across the board. It's just, yeah. it's just amazing. Yeah, again, I have no problem with PlayStation starting to put these games on PC. It's what people have been wanting to have for years and even the developers have been wanting their games to be on pc for a while the god of war developers said it was their idea to put it on pc and sony listened to them and sony is probably now going to start putting more of their games on pc the more people that can play these type of games the better that's always been the model with games the more people that can play great games the better what more can you say give us more games <laughs> They're coming soon. They're coming soon. All right, guys, that was this week's edition of Gaming News. I am Diggs Gaming. And it's been your boy. Sure, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next time. See ya.